Welcome back. Everyone's favorite episode of the week, Dynasty Wednesday. Oh, man, there was tons and tons happening this week. Yeah, I think that first trade that happened kind of put everyone in a, in a spiral. So let's start up right at the very top. The first trade, uh, I'm on my computer. The first trade I see was your Cortland Sutton and Jeff Wilson, correct? Yes, that happened like an hour or two, I think, before. The big okay. one. So Monday morning, you know, we're all adults. We all have jobs. <laughs> Obviously, we weren't doing much work that Monday morning because, my God, one, one trade snowballed into five and everybody's talking, working things out. People are nervous. So Mason, he uh, – oh, well, why don't you just give us a rundown of what your thought process was because you had two of the biggest trades. Yeah, so, I mean, we had talked about it last week. My team was 3-3 three three after two, you know, kind of – very close losses that would have brought me to five and one. Um, and I was going up against um, Krieg's uh, Kyler's film club, who is the best team in the league. And I was missing, you know, two of my best players. So I had it in my head that, you know, if, if I lose, you know, kind of looking at the outlook, I might just start selling uh, just because, you know, my team is kind of middle of the road right now and I can't compete necessarily with the big dogs. So let's try and build for the future. And then a couple of things happened before uh, the week really kind of before games, even on Sunday, the, one of the big things, Jeff Wilson, um, his value just dropped. So that was a starting running back for me that has no value anymore with CMC going over there. So that was a lost player. Um, and then just kind of the big thing, Brees Hall. Um, uh, so I, in, in that time frame, I lost two of my starting running backs, whether Jeff Wilson was going to be, the main guy going forward when Elijah Mitchell was ready. I mean, he was playing well, so there's there was a higher chance of him still being the main guy even if Mitchell was back. So I lost him, lost Brees Hall, Brees Hall, and then on Sunday, James Robinson did nothing. Yeah, I was gonna say you arguably lost three starting running backs. So right there, right there, I'm like, okay, I lost three guys. I need to bank off of Montgomery, Herbert, and Algier. To bring me, you know, I can still make playoffs just with my, with Hertz, Diggs, Pittman, um, you know, Cortland Sutton still. Like, I still have guys that could get me that fifth and sixth spot, but I'm not going to win. Like, there's no way I win with those running backs, um, especially two of them being on the same team. Right. So, I was kind of, unfortunately, I was like, I just got to bite the bullet, get rid of my older receivers who still have probably, you know, Diggs will be 29, I believe. Um, and Sutton will be 29 next year. And they're still obviously great value um, for fantasy. So I had put Diggs on the trade block in Sutton and just got swarmed with offers. Um, and then no one was really asking for Sutton. Obviously they want to hit the wide receiver one on the year so far. Outlook still looks good for three to four more years. But the Sutton one, I reached out to a team who's kind of in that same boat, 500 as me. You know, what can I get for him? Um, so I I got I traded away Sutton and uh, Jeff Wilson because he does have Elijah Mitchell. So I think he's just adding, you know, that backfield in case CMC does get hurt. He'll be able to play them. Mitchell is still pretty young. And I got a first for him and then Damian Harris. 
Yeah, I mean, the first alone was almost on a value because I don't really value Jeff Wilson at all anymore. Right. And then, you know, it was basically a first-rounder for Cortland Sutton, which is, you know, fair. I think it favors one side, but it's for mostly fair. Throwing in Damian Harris, a starting running back on the Patriots, a young, youngish starting running back, that was wild that he had Damian Harris in. Well, the thing was, so, <laughs> and I had sent over Sutton and um, Jeff Wilson for a first and a third. Like, pretty much Wilson in a third, cancel out. Sutton in a first, kind of cancel out. And he said no. I'm like, okay, uh, do you just want to do just a first rounder then? He's like, well, do you want Harris? Oh, you would have done the first rounder for those two players? Yeah, because I, I okay. don't really view Jeff Wilson. I mean, he's older now. He's 26, I believe. Um, he just wasn't a guy that, you know, he's not going to help me in the future. Right. Um, so he's like, do you want Harris as well to kind of cancel out? I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure. I'll take a young running back if I can use him for next year or use him for trades. I can use him. Yeah, that's a, that was a head scratcher for sure. But you definitely, for what you were trying to accomplish, you you won that trade for sure. Right, and I, and I wanted to get a first for Sutton. Um, he is still, you know, he's twenty seven. The Russell Wilson and the Broncos will figure it out whether it's this year or next year. It's still an elite receiver, an elite talent receiver with a quarterback who has done it and can do it. So he still does have value. Right. Um, so I was hoping for at least a first am, or maybe a, a high second and a young player, but I didn't end up getting my first. So I liked it. Okay. Uh, going down this transaction list, I made another trade with the same manager, Brendan. Uh, I traded my 2023 third and my 2024 third for Keenan Allen. I know, I know you didn't like this trade as much as I like the trade, but I view it as, how many third round picks do you hit on every? There's one, you know, diamond in the rough every year out of ten picks. There's for, a couple for, for third like, rounders. Yeah, and I view Keenan Allen as he can still he's thirty, but he, he we see uh, you know Keenan Allen has been an elite wide receiver for years now. Yes, he's battling injuries this year, but he can still serve my team for the next two three years. At the end of my rebuild, I. I'm hoping Keenan Allen is still in my starting lineup with the Reflex League. Yeah, I just thought your team is just super young that, I mean, yeah, you gave up third-round picks, you know, again, like you said, two or three might, one might be great, two or three might be fine, and then the rest are probably getting dropped. Right. Um, so you didn't give up a lot, but I just saw just a, a weird direction for your team since you have said all along, you want young guys, you want young guys. And you get arguably the oldest starting receiver <laughs> in the NFL, um, who is hurt. You know, so it, it was just like a, like like a. It was a, like I understand. You know, you you draft. Let's say you draft a rookie next year. You might not be playing him right away, where you could play Keenan Allen. Right. So I got it, but just a weird for your team and how you like your direct and where your direction is. Yeah, so, I, I yeah, I I wouldn't give up second round picks for Keenan Allen, but yeah, just I I just don't value third round picks as much. Yeah. Uh, the biggest trade by far, just break it's between you and Kriegs. Break it down for us. Yep. So I gave away my first actual pick. He was, I had the turn. So I had the one ten and two one. So he was a first round pick. He was my first pick. I wanted him essentially since I found out where I was drafting. I'm like, I'm going to get him. He's mine. Stefan Diggs, um, has been nothing but short of greatness. Wide receiver one still 
you know, in his prime at 20, I believe he's exact, um, 28, um, and has a contract with Josh Allen. Like, for the next two to three years, he has the possibility of being the top, the number one receiver, and I think his floor is top five. Um, and I know I was, you know, talking about Diggs earlier with Riley. This is a couple couple weeks ago, just swapping him for AJ, just so we can each get a, um, a stack with our quarterbacks. Um, and I just view Diggs better because he has that one through five possibility because of the option. So I love Diggs. Um, but again, keeping him is just, it's, it obviously helps my team, but not where I want to try to get the first pick. Having a guy that's putting up 25 a game is not going to help me get to the first pick. Right. Um, and he obviously holds the most value probably out of any receiver that is over 25. Probably holds the most value right now. I would say it's. I would say he's over Cup. He's over Adams just because of the quarterbacks. I would say it's uh, close, but yeah, top three for sure. Yeah, um, just the quarterbacks alone. I mean, no offense to Carr, uh, guy Stafford, but Allen is the best quarterback in the league right now. So that's that. Whatever. Um, and I wanted picks. Everyone knew I wanted picks. Uh, I was getting. I I texted you. I wish I could give digs to everybody because I was getting really good offers from Billy, from Riley. Uh, yeah. Uh, I have never seen some outrageous trades that you got offered for just one player. Right. And I mean, the, those are the top three teams with Jake top four and they know, and everyone knew whoever gets digs is now the front runner. And I had already put Kriegs as the front runner. So you give Kriegs the best receiver in the game to pair with Cooper cup, Mike Evans, Austin Eckler, Damian Pierce, that's deadly. Right. Um, and they knew that. I think they knew. I think Billy and Riley knew it was going to Kriegs because he did have a first. Um, and so Kriegs ultimately sent me a first and a second for 2023 and a first and a second for 2024. Wow. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> yeah, I, I I looked at Kriegs' team. He doesn't have hardly any fucking draft picks, but yeah, he's he's gonna be the front runner for the next two, three years, so. I mean, he's projected this week against Riley. That's going to be – I'd rather just, like, watch that matchup. Like, but he's projected without Austin Eckler, 150 points. Like, that's that – and that's stupid. with a questionable Andrews, a questionable Evans on Thursday night. Like, that'll – you know, that'll kind of sway what happens to him this week. But um, he has Derek Carr on his bench who is, you know, a good backup quarterback. Um, James Connor is still on his bench. If he can get back and get going, Eckler, um, Juju's been balling on his team. Who's on a bye week? Like he just has so many guys that I think he set himself up to to the number one. Yeah, I I would have to agree. But uh, obviously, everyone in the league saw that trade go down. We were talking in the chat, and Riley, he's he's not going down quiet. You made a trade with Riley. You a one to one trade, twenty twenty three second. For Damian Harris. Yep. Uh, I mean, I, so. Really Riley, nothing much to talk about there. I mean, yeah. I just want to get picks. Like, I have six in the first two rounds uh, this year. If I hit on just half, I am I should be fine. Like, if I, if I can somehow find the, you know, your goal is to find the Chase, the Jeffersons. But even if I can find two Olave receivers and – a J like a JT who wasn't great his rookie year, but now is great, and the other three are duds. I'm fine then, right? Obviously, those are extremes, 
then and then right the last trade of the Monday, Riley gets Leonard Fournette. I know the Bucks are averaging sixty four rushing yards. I saw I was watching NFL Network this morning. If the season ended to, ended today, the Bucks would historically be the worst rushing offense ever with sixty four rushing yards a game. But Leonard, <laughs> Fournette, but Leonard Fournette gets the dump off, so uh, he traded Devontae Parker, Matt Collins, and a twenty twenty three second for an aging running back. I think that's a pretty fair ish trade with Brendan. Yeah, I mean Fournette. I mean Fournette might only be valuable for this year and this year alone because right. we don't know what Tom Brady's going to do and. Who's to say that the Boxers don't, you know, they lose Tom Brady and they just want to cut Fournette. I mean, I know he did just get paid in the offseason, but if you can't run the ball, why are you paying Leonard Fournette, Leonard Fournette so much money if you can't run the ball? Right. And they drafted the another – they um, drafted uh, – uh, was that this year? They, they got the rookie. Yeah, yeah they got the rookie. And, I mean, his cap hit next year is less than his – or his dead cap is less than his cap hit. So, like, it, it'll, it would save them $3.5 million if they cut Lenny, then keep him. And then right. it saves them $7 million the following year to cut him. So, if Brady leaves, I could see Lenny getting cut, and now he's a 28-year-old running back who averaged two yards a carry. So, yeah, it, that being that age with his production this year, he might only get a one-year, five million dollar deal, to, and he won't even be the loan back in the backfield. So right, he could go to like the Browns if they ship Hunt off. Like, just get a a guy in case Chubb gets hurt. Like, he's not going to be the main back on his team. So Riley needed Fournette. He needs Fournette to continue his doing the passing game, or else it's kind of a dead trade. I don't see Fournette not being successful this year, um, right? Fantasy wise. But, I mean, yeah, once you – I mean, I, that's why I think I put him now over Billy just because he has a better quarterback and he has the better receivers than Billy, even though Billy has great running backs. I wish Sleeper did what ESPN does every week, do the final standing. I know. That'd, that'd be cool to see. Yeah, um, that that really would be um, – I, I, I'm even in a dynasty basketball league on Sleeper, and I wish it had that, like, for just – just to see, because I'm trying to make some trades in that too. But after all the dust is settled a couple hours later, Nick C comes in, puts Paris Campbell and Corey Davis on the trade block. Hopefully not everybody jumped at once. I haven't oh seen my God, go that was the funniest <laughs> thing. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. That was just the funniest thing. And, and I'm watching the Monday night game. Mac Jones got benched. I put him on the trade block, picked up Danny Dimes. So whoever wants Mac Jones, you can have him. Yeah, and Kareem Hunt's on the trade block now. I mean, Kareem Hunt could be a good guy. I, if I'm rallying, I try to keep Kareem Hunt because if he gets traded, he's going to get traded with the intent to be used. Right. Oh, all right. Let's go over these Week 7 matchups real quick then. Uh, we'll start with me because it was the biggest fucking blowout. Riley had everybody on by, and I, I expected to win by a lot, and I did, 154-88. to 88. I mean, Riley running a Dobbs, zero points. Rondale Moore, four points. He, he just had a bunch of duds, and I had the right guys go off at the right time for me. Ken Walker and Josh Jacobs being the top two. Yeah, and Stevenson, you know, you're heading into Sunday, and I'm looking at I'm looking at it like, how do you have so many points? Like, only two guys went off, but then everyone else was just fine. Like, no one busted on your team besides Bateman. Lamar, and he Lamar Jackson, 10 points. Oh, yeah, Lamar. Oh, yeah. Double digits, but yeah, for Lamar, you don't want that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, the next matchup, we'll, just, we'll go over yours, 122 to 88. Uh, your teams, I mean, 
I looking at your team going forward, I don't know if you win more than two more games to be honest. And that's fine with me. <laughs> um, I mean, I I had Cousins and Hertz both on by, so I had to pick up Matt Ryan who played well last week. So, yeah, did play like ass, <laughs> got benched for it. Um, Eno went off for me. Brees Hall was fine until he got hurt. Sutton sucked. Pittman was eh. Pitts was yeah. It Pitts is always Pitts. Pitts is always Pitts and. Going into, I think, halftime of the 3.30 games, it, this was close. This was a lot closer than what Kriegs had wanted because he wasn't having anybody go off, but then Eckler went for almost 40 and kind of pulled away from me. Right. Yeah, so Herbert outscored Monty. Are you just going to throw Monty and Herbert both in your lineups going forward? I have to. Like, <laughs> I, I, I physically – have to here are my i mean here, here are my here's my starting <laughs> for next week jalen hurts david montgomery tyler algier hunter renfro michael pittman kyle pitts khalil herbert james robinson hunter henry woof who who don't i'll start eno if um, wait you're starting hunter henry oh no would you start eno benjamin if, if connor's out then i'll throw eno in um or noah brown who's somehow projected nine I mean, you know, Benjamin, even with James Conner in, he still posted up fine numbers. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I would play, you know, over Hunter Henry as his running back two on that team. Yeah, I don't oh, know. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I, again, I'm, I'm not going to be a guy that just doesn't fill my roster. I put in the worst possible guys. I'm, that, that's just BS. I'm not going to do that. Right. But I am hoping to lose. I mean, at this point, yeah, that makes no sense for you to win. Uh, Jake's team 138, Billy's team 124, two of the top four teams in our, in our eyes. Uh, Jake is still starting Rogers. He had a fine game, uh, but he has Robert Woods in there who got him five and Kenyon Drake 0.5 points. So he really lucked out with his other guys carrying the uh, bulk of the work there. Yeah. And you know, with that big trade that went down, I messaged Jake and I probably could have done it in a way that he would have been more, um, to offer something. Uh, I pretty much said this is what it has to be to for you to win it right here, right now. It was the same thing that Kriegs offered, and then I sent a player. He's like, no, I'm good, which totally fine. But, again, when you're allowing another top dog to get digs, it just – even though your team didn't get worse, your team – the gap between his and Kriegs' team got bigger. Right. Looking at Billy's bench, when the fuck did he get such a good bench? He has Darren Waller, George Pickens, Deontay Johnson – I said DJ Moore, Michael Thomas, Brian Robinson, Gus Edwards. Now, holy shit. I mean, I mean, okay. Gus Edwards came out of nowhere. Brian Robinson was shot. But uh, st- he's still stashing to Sean Watson out there too. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, he's got like, that's why he is the, I, um, in that top four because he doesn't have big home run hitters at receivers, but then, or I mean, he had Mike Williams, but he just has guys that he can plug in on bye weeks, and it'll keep him in the game. Yeah, he start. You started Drake London, which kind of, was kind of a head scratcher at this point. I'm keeping Drake London if I were him and on the bench. That, yeah, that he, makes, and yeah. he could ease. I, mean, I don't think Michael Thomas is back yet, but DJ Moore, you're confident playing now. I mean, again, DJ Moore was nothing until they got rid of CMC, so he kind of had a lot of things go right for him. Um, that helped out his bench a lot. Right. Uh, be Billy, if you're watching, I'll trade you Claypool so you can have the three-headed monster and Johnson Claypool still. So yeah, Billy, I think offered me it was Deontay Johnson, and I think it was like what six picks. 
Yeah, that was insane. But they were yeah. 2024 and 2025, so. Yeah, I'll see. I'll, I, I almost pooped myself when I saw his trade because I had to just scroll to see the whole trade. Yeah. It was Deontay. Uh, 2023 second, 2024 first, 2024 third, 2025 first, 2025 second for Diggs. That's insane. <laughs> I was like, holy crap. That, <laughs> like, and it was a good offer, but that that's pushing my rebuild for more years instead of now. Right. I mean, yeah, this dynasty league is super fun, but is it going to be fun for you if you have to suck for the next two years? And right. And, yeah. and I had said that. I'm like, I'm basically tanking for next year, too. Because, yeah, I'll, I'll get I'll – I I still would have had two first, and I would have gotten his second. So I would have had two first and two second, but now I have three and three. Right. So. Uh, closest matchup of the week, 15 points. There was really no uh, – nobody sweating anything out this week. Jack Black got his first win, 122 to 107. Technically, uh, the closest matchup was Jake winning by the narrowest again by 14. Oh, so my bad. So, yeah, regardless, there wasn't that many close matchups this week. No. Uh, Colton's team, I mean, he's got Michael Carter sharing work with James Robinson now. Uh, but, I mean, he's still got Clyde. He's still got Jacoby Myers in his lineup. DK's out now. Colton's not going to finish worse because I think you might finish worse, but he's going to be uh, – fighting for that number two spot there yeah i think i mean he's got he's got you know scary terry was nice to see come back um pat should be back in his lineup but um yeah he's a guy that could consider you know trade camara to someone like but it just sucks there aren't tons of guys that have first anymore right because you and i have six of them out of the ten <laughs> that's uh, hilarious but i mean yeah he's a guy that you know he he could or should consider kind of trying to rebuild. And, I mean, he can keep Kamara because kind of like what why, what you're doing with Jacobs, keep a guy that you can trust and rely on when you draft a rookie running back next year, you know, leading, looking forward. Right. The, looking at this team, the only guys that are untouchable are Patrick Mahomes and Amon Ross St. Brown and Myers. I would say D is not necessarily untouchable just because I did trade him. Um, well, but DK I, is still a young, athletic freak. Yeah, I guess nobody's untouchable for the right price. But, yeah, but those three guys, other than that, I I would be listening to every single trade offer under the sun right now. Right. Uh, and then Jack's team, the receivers finally came, all came through for him. Hey, um, I and, called it. I yeah, said week one. Or he's finally in his first win with everyone healthy. Yeah. Uh, the last matchup, Najee Germany won 44 uh, Colton or Brendan's team one twenty three. Uh, there's a lot of teams sitting around that three and four, four and three area. So it's really up in the air between these middle of the pack guys who's going to make the playoffs and Nick's one of those teams that could. I don't. I mean, doesn't have a lot of home, again a lot of home run hitters. But Nicole Hardman game is a fucking career. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, Nick's Nick's team. He's he's me he might be in the worst spot out of anybody because. I think everybody already knows what kind of direction they want to go after seven weeks. And Nick's kind of just stuck. Yeah, I, I definitely think um, – I think it would be – I think you'll get that fifth spot in the playoffs just because you have – you guys have kind of battled injuries, your team. And I think it will be Nick. Um, I think if Jack Black would have gone another win or two, and if Jack Black was 3-4 right now, he it would be you and him easily. For sure. Um. 
inject he maybe he does come back and just rattle off um seven more wins off in a row, who knows? Um, but I think it is you and Nick, which again kind of put Nick in a odd spot. He's got Tom Brady. He, he has Herbert, but I'm like, he's he has younger guys. But you know, Najee's been disappointing. Travis Etienne's kind of like the highlight of his season. Um, Judy's okay, might be on the move somewhere. CD's been wide receiver 13, still can't take that next step. Ayuk's been nice, but I mean, other than that, it's kind of just like what, and he's got Hollywood on the IR, but. He's in that middle spot, which people always say in Dynasty, and I had said it too. You don't want to be in the middle. You want to be win now or for the future. And that's what that's where I was. So I needed to get get rid of it. Um, right. And that's where him, that's where Fitz is in. Colton's kind of in that right now, too. So you gotta get in the right direction and just say, fuck it. Let's trade my first round picks and get a Devontae Adams or trade away. You know, Najee, try to get a second for him. You know, something like that to set yourself up for next year. Even though he could make playoffs, I'll tell you right now, he's not going to be the top two. No. Probably the top four. Brendan's team, I think he knows where he's going to. He, this whole, this, on Monday, he just traded four nets, Keenan Allen, and Damon Harris. So, uh, if I was, if I were Brendan, I would probably look to ship off Dalvin Cook before the year's over. Uh, Amari Cooper, maybe Joe Mick. I, I would probably knock this team down to the studs. Yeah, and again, it's just getting tough just because we have so many first round picks. I know, <laughs> and he like Dalvin Cook, um, and Mixon are worth like a player and a later pick or a first, but he can't get that first, so he's got to try and get like a somewhat younger receiver and settle for like a second which isn't a bad offer by any means right um but he's just not gonna get that first unless nick decides who actually traded them mixon i'm pretty sure if nick wants to hop on board or if messenger just says screw it let me try and get mixon and make a final push who knows um but yeah it's, it's just getting hard for guys who want to jump ship too because there aren't any first to give out right that sucks sorry guys <laughs> uh Look, look at a week eight. Uh, I'm going up against Brendan. I know it's a 51 to 49 percent matchup right now, but I'm assuming I'm going to win that. Uh, wow. I, I mean, looking at the matchup right now, he, uh, it, I, I shouldn't say should win it. I expect myself to win it, but it, it could be close. I mean, I think the only way that you have a, a bigger advantage is just his last, the last flex spot. Jacobs over Donovan Peoples Jones, but. I mean, Burrow's been balling. Um, Cook is really Cook's obviously good. Mixon's good. Um, Cooper has been solid. Sutton maybe it's a bounce back week. Mostert's been balling out. Like I don't think this is a guaranteed win. Well, I hope it is. <laughs> uh, Jake's team definitely should be Colton's team. Uh, yours and Jack's matchup. I don't know. I... <laughs> oh, shut up! I'm projected a hundred. Jack's projected one thirty-seven. <laughs> I mean, you got Hunter Henry in your lineup, not even in the tight end slot. So yeah, and you know, you know, he's got Pollard and Dylan. It sucks he can't really play anyone else over Dylan just because with Dobbins hurt, um, right? And so he's got to do that. But if Zeke's on a t- on a pitch count, you know, we saw he was banged up. Pollard could have a good game against Chicago. Adams, boom, Chase, boom, Debo should be fine. Hopkins, like Jack's gonna blow me out of the water. All right, you heard it here first. Uh, 
possibly week 17 fantasy championship preview Riley versus Kriegs. That's going to be a fun one to watch. Uh, 142 to 149 is the expected total. And I'm here for it. Jesus. And then BJ, he's projected uh, nine, 10 more points than Nixie, assuming BJ will win, but you never know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I think he will. I think this is boomer boss guys are just more boom than Knicks are. So, uh, And then looking at the playoff bracket, if the playoffs started today, this will obviously switch because, you know, Kriegs and Jake are projected one and two, but then BJ and you are projected to play each other. And your week 15, you're projected 67 points. So, uh... okay. Well, uh, that's <laughs> and then Brendan is probably not going to make the playoffs either, either, but he's projected 85 points week 15 versus Riley. So, how yeah. is Riley only projected 66? Oh, I show 143 on my end. Oh, for some reason it shows 166 for Riley. Maybe it's just an update for his like players he had on um for the bye week yeah. on my end. I don't know. But yeah, that was uh 30 minutes for a fucking dynasty breakdown. I Riley. hope <laughs> you and Jack make a push and make these playoffs. Cause like I hope so. If like I'm not making it, that's fine. And I don't think Brandon Well, I don't think his team should be in the playoffs. The two teams that should be in the playoffs that aren't for firepower are you and Jack. You guys can upset, um, you know, Billy or Jake. I think. I think. I think Kriegs and Riley will end up one and two, and I think you guys could upset Billy or Jake. Yeah, I've been getting th- this morning. I've been getting a couple people reaching out about Josh Jacobs, but I'm kind of leaning towards keeping him just to see. And I will literally drive to your new house (laughs) and put a snake in there or something. Because last week I messaged you for Josh Jacobs, still trying to be like, okay, let's maybe let's try to go win now. And you said he's a foundational piece for me. I'm not trading him. I mean, yeah, he's a 24 year old running back who could still produce. He he's never not finished as a top 12 back. Yeah. So if you trade him away, I will. You'll find a snake or like a raccoon in your house. So (laughs) there are consequences. Uh, I I don't think this trade will go down, but Riley Riley was one of the guys who was interested in him, and I offered him Garrett Wilson and a 2024 second for Josh Jacobs, and he likes Garrett Wilson, so that trade will not be going down. So I think I'm just going to keep Josh Jacobs. Oh, I would easily take that if I was Riley right now. I thought so. I thought it was going to be a home run hit for me for both of us, but he likes Garrett Wilson. Yeah, uh, I would like Garrett Wilson if he didn't have Zach Wilson as quarterback. True. Uh, but yeah, let's get into the uh, Thursday night and early breakdowns here. Uh, Ravens, Bucks, Baltimore is one and a half point road favorites. Over under forty five. Uh, I think I'm hoping this is a high scoring game. I like a lot of fantasy options in this game. Uh, let's start at the Ravens side. I have Lamar Jackson in dynasty. I don't see why you wouldn't play him redraft or dynasty, even though he's had a rough stretch. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, Tampa, it's not like they're they're 16th against quarterbacks, so nothing crazy. Like, if they are one and Lamar's been struggling, then maybe you can ponder it. But, no, you're not you're not going to bench Lamar yet. Uh, as far as the backfield goes, Kenny Drake's not on the injury report. I'm not playing Drake or Gus Edwards. I, no. I, you, can't, you can't trust either of them. You don't know who's going to come out and do what. No, and especially against Tampa. I know they kind of had a lull game last week. But other other than that, they finished as top 10 all but one or so a total of two um five weeks they finished as a top 10 run defense against running back so yeah i'm not playing them um just because it's, it's we don't 
these guys haven't, you know, proven it really yet. It's not if J.K. Dobbins was healthy and he has been fine the past three weeks, then I would, but not these running backs. Right. Uh, Andrews, awful week last week, but he's always in your lineup. Rashad Bateman, he is on the injured list with an undisclosed injury, and they have the Thursday night game. If you have Bateman, don't play him. No, not at all. Even if he was healthy, I'm not playing him. Um, Andrews is questionable, so just watch that. Obviously, they play tomorrow, so just be cautious. Um, take him out of your tight end spot. Put him in the flex spot. Uh, I get. Well, we. Well, I guess. What do you do there for Bateman? For Andrews, so he like he oh. he is questionable. Do you put him in your flex spot, even though you usually shouldn't put Thursday night? Or do you just leave him in your tight end? No, I think you just leave him. I okay. I don't want to. I don't ever want to play two tight ends in my lineup, even if Mark Andrews is one of them. So I I would just leave him. Okay. Uh, other side of the ball, I think I would play Brady this week. I think he's going to be a top ten guy. They're going to have to throw the ball a lot. And you've I been saying that almost all the time. I feel it's it's got to happen one of these times. <laughs> and talk about uh, you can't really ask for a better matchup. Uh, right. Besides last week, Baltimore has been very bad. Four out of the total of uh, seven weeks, they've given up uh, 20 or anywhere from 19 to 40 points per game to the quarterbacks. Yeah, Baltimore ranks 26th on the year against opposing quarterbacks. That's a good matchup. Yeah, averaging 20 points per game. Um, and Evans, I know, is questionable, but he was practicing yesterday, so – if Evans was out, then I think I would look somewhere else um, for Tom Brady just because he's missing his number one target. But since Evans should play, I think you can play Brady this week. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about some other streamers uh, later in the week or later today or tomorrow. But I would play Brady over, you know, Daniel Jones or Geno Smith playing each other in the same game. Type of guys like I that, think so. I'd go Daniel. That's just, I don't know. Daniel's at least proven it the past couple of weeks, or Brady's done the exact opposite. Okay. And I've started guys that you would never consider to believe over Brady before. You just gotta, you just gotta be like, hey, tr- trust what's been, trust what you've seen, and don't just look at the name. Okay. Uh, as far as Fournette goes, he's in your lineup. Evans, Godwin in your lineup. Yep. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm, I'm not touching K. Dot, and even though he had a decent game, but no, not touching him yet. Uh, the London game. Well, we only send our best to London. Broncos, Jaguars. Gosh, <laughs> is that? A, are you gonna get up for that game or no? I I always wake up before eight thirty every day, but I don't. Okay, know are you gonna? So it'll be on in the background then. It, it will be on, but I won't be intently watching. No. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> uh, Russell Wilson, you're not fucking playing. He's still questionable, but you're not playing Russ. You're not playing Ripian. No, no. There's. I don't know if I'm comfortable. I'm not comfortable playing anybody, but I don't know if I truly I'll play Sutton maybe, but that's about it. Yeah. The running back situation. If there was a, uh, an actual guy, like, no, he's the guy. Then I, then I'd be more comfortable. Jags are not They're 27th against running backs. They're giving up 23 points per game to the uh, running backs, but you just don't know. Is it going to be Melvin Gordon? Is it going to be Latavius Murray? Right. Uh, if you need to play one, which who are you playing? Like, is there one that you would rather play over the other or no? Oh God. I think I'll, I'll pass on this question. Oh. It, uh, it's gotta be 
Melvin Gordon? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you, like some people might actually have this with injuries, with a couple bot teams that are on bye week. Like it, I, it's, know, it, I know, it's a fair question. Unfortunately, I so Melvin Gordon's gotten in the past two weeks. He had three opportunities and fifteen. Latavius Murray the past two weeks eleven and sixteen opportunities. I'm you just have to go based on opportunities if you're unfortunately stuck in this position. So you got to okay. go Latavius Murray. All right, and he doesn't fumble like Gordon has been. Right. Uh, other side of the ball, I'm not playing Trevor Lawrence this week. I think this will be a low-scoring, ugly game. Yeah, he's not in it. Pat or the Broncos' defense is really good. They, yeah, he, I, don't, oh, he's not in. Etn, you got to ride the hot hand. Denver was very good early on against running backs, but their last four matchups, 35 points per game, 20, 25, and 23, and half point EPR to the running backs. So I think ETN is a he's a good uh, RB2 this week. Good RB2. I think he's a smash top 10 play almost every week. I don't think I think for most weeks he will be, but I but London games like the guys are don't always perform i mean saquon was out there and he had a good week but not a saquon week when he was out there in london like london does take a toll on guys so that's another reason why i think like you're definitely playing him but i think he'll maybe get like 14 i don't think he'll boom for that you know the high teens or 20s okay uh, the receivers, it's Zay Jones and Christian Kirk are pretty much the, in the same boat for me. If you have to play him in the flex, you do it, but I'm not happy playing either of those guys. You still here? Oh, I think we lost Mason for a second here. Mason. All right, are we back? We got you here. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. <laughs> All right, I think it was. So, quick story. Megan lost my AirPods. Awesome. Um, and we had, like, these off-brand ones, and I think they just connected to my phone. And that's why you couldn't hear me. Got Well, I was just talking about how Evan Ingram's a great streaming tight end every week. So Yep, just, just reliable. Uh, let's get into the new games. Bears-Cowboys. Uh, the well, I didn't go over the over under last game. Jacksonville's a two and a half points, quote unquote, home favorite, low over <laughs> under 39. Uh, Dallas is a nine and a half point favorite, 42 and a half over under in Arlington. I think I'm riding with the Bears again for to at least cover the Patriots for seven and a half point favorites, and they blew them out of the water. Yeah, I mean, but okay, Patriots. I mean, I thought they're gonna win by more, I thought they're gonna win by like it was gonna be. They're going to be up by six, and then they put up maybe a field goal. So, like, I didn't think it was going to be a huge blowout. But the Patriots are nowhere near as good as the Cowboys' defense. Um, but, God, nine and a half, that's a lot. Yeah, Fields, I'm staying away from him this week. Yeah, he Cowboys have a really good defense overall. They are number four um, against quarterbacks. They were number one last week. They've been six. They've been seven on the year. Um, yeah, Fields is not that streamable guy that we kind of talked about yesterday. Uh, Monty and Herbert, we talk about it every week because of Mason's situation, but uh, <laughs> I'm not comfortable playing him as them as RB1s or 2s. Uh, flex options, maybe, but if you have both of them, <laughs> I, just, I don't know, just sit in the corner and cry. Just You have to play Monty over Herbert, but just know Herbert's going to outscore Monty half these weeks. 
Yep, Cowboys are third against running backs. I'll give you up 15 and a half to all, like, not just one running back, but the entire running backs on the team. So, not excited, but, hey, you got to do what you got to do. Um, if you have other guys, I think you could get away from Monty, though. Um, but Herbert, definitely not in the lineup. Is Mooney even in your consideration? No. I, I actually dropped him, so no. Okay. He's averaging 18 targets over his last two games, or nine targets over his last two games. So, just – I he had, I what, 13 or 14 two weeks ago and then four or five last week. Like, it's a big outlier. So, okay, so Mooney and Komet are still no. Komet will always be a no. He's been the biggest – you can't really say, like, like uh, worst pick because he was later, but a right. guy that you were hopeful for, he's been the worst. Right. Uh, Dak, he hasn't shown you anything since he's come back. I'm. It's a fine matchup, but I'm not playing Dak this week. Yeah, I mean, Bear, yeah, Bears are top 10. They've had two really good games. They had two bad games, week four or five, and then they've had two really good games against kind of bad quarterbacks. So they were average against Rodgers. Um, I, I think I think you can play them, but I, 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 would, I would play Tom Brady over Dak. Me, yep, me too. Uh, Zeke is still questionable. Uh, if Zeke is – out or even if he's in Pollard over the first seven weeks, he's averaging twelve over twelve opportunities. He's a smash play against this Bears defense. The, the, that's a backfield you can play both in. Bears yeah. are giving up the twenty six most points per game. They've only had one game in the top uh, fourteen, and that was the week one in that monsoon against the Niners. Since then, they gave up thirty seven, twenty two, twenty thirty, twenty one, twenty one again. Like they can't stop the run. So I'm definitely playing both of them. Uh, and then CD's in your lineup. Uh, but Dalton Schultz, he only has one top 12 finish in the first uh, five games he's played. He's been hurt too. Uh, that came week one. Are you playing Dalton Schultz or no? Because I, no. I go back and forth on this one. I don't think I I don't think I would play him. Um, there has been a committee with other tight ends. I mean, I mean he is the main guy, but they have played Jake Ferguson. They played a, right. they played another guy before, and the Bears are decent against tight end. They're not, okay. They're number five, but I think that's just because teams just run the ball on them that they don't target or tight ends don't really get targeted against them. Okay. Uh, next noon game, the Panthers and Falcons. Falcons are four and a half point home favorites, 42 point over under. Uh, Panthers, I, I mean, they should get some respect on their name after what they did last week, but I guess not. <laughs> no. Um, but is it, are you comfortable with this backfield? We think it should be one. If Truba does play, are you shying away from it? Uh, no, I'm still going to play Dante Foreman. But even if Chuba is healthy, yes. It, it, if you ask me who I'm, it, so let's just say Kenyon Drake, Gus Edwards, Deonta Foreman, Chuba Hubbard are all healthy and active, and I need to play one of them, it'll be Deonta Foreman. Okay. So yeah, I would do that. That's, that's I, I, I would do that at. as well. Uh, DJ Moore, are we riding the hot hand? I think you kind of have to. We touched on why he was good, he saw 10 targets. Which McCaffrey isn't there, so his eight, seven targets a game, they're gonna go elsewhere. You just hope that they go to their really only playmaker that you elite play playmaker. Right. 
other side of the ball, my God, do I not want to play any of these guys? <laughs> no, you, I mean, you, uh, Algier, maybe. It depends on your situation, but Algier is the only guy I'm thinking about. So what's, what stinks is the Panthers are 31st against quarterbacks. Or that's the Falcons. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, but so going, off of Al, going off of Algier, his last three weeks, he has 13 attempts, 15 attempts, 16 rushing attempts. The volume is there. He's just not making the most and, you know, being productive with his opportunities. Yeah, so. he's, not, he's not getting those boom plays. Um, Carolina's 20th against the running backs. They have been up and down. They are great last week against Fournette, but I think that's just more because the, Tampa just cannot physically run the ball. So I think Algier would be a fine play, honestly, and we know Falcons like to run it. I, I would play Algier, honestly, and I am in one league. Okay. Definitely two, but one, one league I physically have to. Okay. Drake London, Kyle Pitts, they're not seeing enough volume to be relevant. No, not not at all. And, I mean, even though Carolina's not good against uh, wide receivers, you just can't trust the max, max 20 pass attempts. Right. Uh, the next noon game, the Dolphins and Lions. Dolphins are only at three and a half point favorites uh, on the road, 51 and a half over under. I think that's the highest of the week. Uh, it is. I was checking the Bills Packers, but that's 47. Yeah, you can so, blame the Packers for that one. <laughs> uh, Dolphins to a smash fucking play. Most this are, should be a fun game. This should be. I'm excited. Well, we thought last week would have been. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Tua, he's in your lineups for sure. Uh, yeah, he, he's a guy, he's kind of like uh, Daniel Jones, that you can stream him, but they're opposite and wide. Daniel Jones, you can stream him because of his, of his running, Tua, because of his weapons. Right. Uh, the, you know, spoiler alert, most of it's going to be my start of the week. I haven't fully uh, finalized that yet, but I can't not leave him off my starts of the week. Yeah, the Lions are, luckily, um, Houston had a, um, Houston had an awful game against Josh Jacobs to put the Lions at 31st against running backs. Um, but, I mean, they their best game was only giving up 20 points per game and a half-point PPR to New England. So, yeah, you're playing Mostert. And Edmonds, no. Nope. Waddle and Hill are always in your lineup. And Gesicki could be a fine streamer, but I sure as hell am not playing him. I don't trust him. I think you could find other options, even though <laughs> – even though I don't mind it just because it's it should be a high-scoring game and usually you want all the pieces uh, and all the pieces of that pie in it. Um, so I think the more I'm, I'm talking myself into it more, but he's he's their fourth best option when it comes to just, like Hill, Waddle, Mostert, Gesicki. And Gesicki's just been so up and down. She has two top three finishes over the first seven weeks. The others outside the top 24. Yeah. So I don't, I don't want that. I would take an Evan Ingram getting me a consistent six, seven, eight fantasy points, knowing what I'm going to get over a zero to 20 fantasy point outcome. I think I would go Gesicki. He saw seven targets last week, and I think he'll see seven again. And all it takes is one touchdown. Like, I, who do you trust more to score more points? The Dolphins in this game or the Jags against Denver? I mean, that's a rhetorical question, so I get why you're saying Gasicki, but... I, no, I no, I was genuinely asking you the question. Oh, the Dolphins by a ton. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. I, so, exactly. I would like to have more parts of that game than a 13-7 to ball game in London. Okay. So, I would go Gasicki. Uh, other side of the ball, 
Jared Goff, we thought he was a streaming quarterback. I, I don't trust him anymore. I'm back to fuck this guy. QB's 29 by week, QB 28 on the week. Where, I mean, I get he played New England and Dallas, but, oh, man, I don't I mean, want to my, So, Miami's 28th against quarterbacks. They were awful weeks two through four, and they've been literally in the middle of the road the last three weeks against Zach Wilson, Kirk Cousins, and then Kenny Pickett. Like, I think Goff is a guy who – Maybe more for, you know, DraftKings, um, for cheap you could get him. But I, I would hesitate playing him in your actual lineups. Uh, Swift is still on the injury report with his uh, ankle slash shoulder. So if Swift is active, I have him in two leagues, actually. And I think I have to play him in both. You don't sit a guy like Swift's caliber. No, because all he needs is back. honestly 10 opportunities and he'll get you 80 yards and – 80 rushing yards, hopefully three catches and 30 receiving yards in. He gets a touchdown, awesome. Like, he does so – he does a ton with little opportunity that if he's in, you play him. Right. Uh, Amon Ra, he left with a questionable concussion last week. He turns out he's fine. He's in your lineups. TJ Hawkinson, in your lineups. Yeah, we saw Miami kind of uh, – you know, Deontay Johnson was a fine play. Pickens went six for 60 in a touchdown. They're 26 against wide receivers. Amon Ra's uh, elite, uh, you play him. Uh, next new game, Cardinals-Vikings. We're big Cardinals fans this week. This Vikings. should be a fun one. I feel like this should be a high-scoring game. Yeah, the over-under is 49. Vikings are three-and-a-half-point home favorites. Uh, start with the Cardinals side of the ball. Kyler Murray, you've, he's gone. he's been up and down for you this year, but he has that rushing upside to always be in your lineup. Yeah, Minnesota's uh, giving up 19 points per game to quarterbacks. They've had two games that they've given up top 12 finishes to – uh, Justin Fields and Tua, not great quarterbacks. Um, so yeah, I think Ky- I think you you don't have to be on edge with Kyler this week. Uh, as far as the backfield goes, it's easy for me. If Connor's out, I'm playing Eno. If Connor's in, I'm playing Connor. Yep, yeah, and I, I, I mean, I have Eno in our dynasty. So do I? Like, what do I? Like, I don't know what I want. Tank for the overall first overall pick. <laughs> Take tank for Bijan. Uh. The receiving room, fucking DeAndre Hopkins went right back to the D hop of old for first game back. He's always in your lineups going forward. Yeah, he, he, you're not questioning him, but what about Rondale? We were super excited. I was at least, and he had a dud. Like, he got the first catch of the game, and then that. Um, Minnesota's giving up 28 points per game to the wide receivers. You can count on f- in a half point PPR. So you can probably count on half of those going to D-Hop. Yeah, Are you I mean, interested in the other half? I'm interested just because he hasn't posted up great fantasy like production numbers, but eight, last week was tough. I don't know what happened. He only had two targets. But the two weeks before that, 10 targets, eight targets on the field, over 90% of snaps. I mean, the numbers are there. He's, he has to produce at some point, I would feel. Okay. I, it, it, this Rondale Moore is a truly a guy. How many flex do you guys play in your league? What your situation is like? Who's on by? So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with Rondale. I'm not out on him. I'm just, yeah. if you have better options, play better options. All right. And then, and then Ertz, is Ertz is in your lineup. Yep. Uh, Vikings, I think everybody's in my lineup. Kirk Cousins, this is a great streaming matchup. Uh, the uh, Dalvin Cook's in your lineup. Jefferson. Thielen. Thielen won't score. He'll score in three more games, though. Yep. <laughs> Ir- Irv, I take that back. Irv Smith, I don't know if I'm playing him, but 
Uh, again, it just depends on who's on your waiver, who you want to stream. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's he hasn't really done a lot. He's no, he hasn't. He's dropped a lot of balls. Um, Arizona, the only reason why you would maybe want to play Irv Smith is Arizona's the second worst um, team against tight ends. I mean, their, their best finish, they've had two – 13 or top or 13 finishes. That's it. Other than that, it's been top, uh, uh, top 10. Right. Uh, the, so would you play Irv Smith or guys like Evan, Evan Ingram will start high. I think I would lean towards Irv just because of the point total. Oh, okay. I would like, go I, I'm not excited about Irv because I think Evan Ingram is, is, Morse is a lot safer, but just the opportunity of Minnesota putting up 30 points is a lot more likely than the Jags putting up even 20. Right. Uh, okay. We'll do uh, – we got three more noon games to get to. We got Raiders-Saints. Raiders coming off that much-needed win. Two-point road favorites with a 49.5 point over-under. Hey, this uh, game is big for our bet, buddy. I mean, our bet – not really. We both bet. more for me. Raiders I've, get three. And, my, Raiders have a nice. What did I say? Next four or five games. I mean, you, the, so the we our bet before the season started. I get twenty bucks. Raiders get or if the Saints get ten wins. Mason gets twenty bucks if the Raiders get ten wins. They're both sitting at two wins after seven weeks. This, I would be shocked if either of these guys got the double digit wins. I wouldn't. I mean, ra- I mean, here's the Raiders' next couple matchups: Saints. Saints look awful. Jags don't look good. Colts don't look good. Broncos don't look good. Seattle. Do we really trust them? Like that's five games that they should be favored to win. Should should be okay. Well, you never know. It's a long season. It, 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 it is. It, it really is. That 18th game might save you. It might. Uh, or the 17th game. Uh, Derek Carr, I know you're big on him this uh, th- this year. Are you streaming him in this matchup? Um, I've gone back and forth. I have him and – like we talked about him and Daniel Jones. Um, Saints are 20th against quarterbacks. You have 18.2 points per game. Um. I think he is a I think he is a decent streamable guy. They've kind of struggled the last three weeks, especially with the with the injuries that they've had. Uh, Lattimore was out. They had a couple other guys banged up. Um, but I think just because the Saints can't stop the run as of late, that they're just going to pound Jacobs again, and Carr isn't going to have to do much, kind of like last week. Okay. Yeah, Jacobs is pushing RB1 overall on the week again. Oh, Jacobs is in your lineup. Yeah. Uh, Devontae Adams, always in your lineup. Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro, the two question marks of the year, I feel like. I don't think I'm playing either of them. I would lean that way as well. And kind of same thing. I mean, Saints are Saints are number two against tight ends. They had one. Their worst week in half-point PPR was nine and a half fantasy points. That's their worst that they've given most they've given up. Other than that, it's been less than five. Whoa. I'm not playing Waller just because he's coming off the injury. But if Renfro and Waller are both out, Collins is in the lineup again. Yep. Uh, other side of the ball, who the hell knows who's starting a quarterback, but they won't be in my lineup. It's pretty easy. It's Kamara and Olave. But it sucks because the Raiders are the worst against quarterbacks. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if the Raiders give up high to give up points to high school teams. 
I'm not playing any quarterback who oh, gets trotted just, out there. It just sucks because they're so <laughs> bad against quarterbacks. I I literally could not care less. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're already over an hour, so we'll get to the last seven matchups tomorrow on tomorrow's episode. Uh, we got two more new games to get to and then the late games. So, uh, yeah, Mason, uh, Mason's got a big Bucks game tonight. First of the Bucks. year for you. Yeah, well, it's our second home game, so yeah. Oh, I don't – clearly I'm a huge NBA guy, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's their third game. Uh, we got Bucks Nets, so it'll be cool to see KD, Kyrie, Ben Simmons do something funny. Um, so, yeah, it should be a fun game. All right. Well, as uh, as we mentioned yesterday, we're not doing a Friday episode. Friday episode is getting pushed to Thursday. Halloween weekend, fun activities there. So, listen in tomorrow. Follow us on TikTok at The Kneel Down, Twitter at The Kneel Down Pod. See you guys. See you tomorrow.